in my gut, I was like, this is not what you want. Like, this is what I think I should want. Welcome to Conversations with Sarah, a podcast where you get to listen in on some of my most interesting and personal conversations. I'm Sarah Samuel, and this episode is about work. excited about this conversation with my friend Lindsay Wedlars. It comes at a perfect time after last week's conversation with my chiropractor, Dr. Jeff Patak, or as he now calls himself, Jeffrey Tetris 2.0. In that conversation, we talked about abdication of power, about whether or not we can do things authentically and just for ourselves without thought to what we might get from others if we do them. This conversation with Lindsay is similar. She's a good friend who went through a huge change in career, not just from what she was actually doing for work, but also what she thought she wanted to do. She tells me her career trajectory and how she followed her gut out of career confusion and onto a path of fulfillment. Yeah, so I'm, I was surprised that I didn't like think to talk to you because I know, obviously, like, you completely switched. I mean, you were, like, thinking about your career a lot and like which direction to go to Mm -hmm. and I feel like you like went into something that was like completely different than what you had been doing which is at least for now (laughs) um but also like I was just talking about or I was just like watching some of like I'm doing that like health coach certification program and I was like I've so I've been listening to I basically have to finish it by, like, the end of the month. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Um, So I've been kind of, like, binge-watching these Mm -hmm. kind of interviews with these, like, different health... It's kind of like these, like, mini... They're not even really mini, like, 30 to an hour long kind of conversations. So they're kind of, like, podcasts with their videos, and I've just been, like, kind of, like, (laughs) binge-listening to them before I, like, lose them. So it's, like, been interesting to listen, and all these people are, like... You know, I just think about, like, what I could do to, like, make a difference every day. Like, what I was listening to today, I was like, (laughs) she was like, every morning I wake up and I just think about, like, what positive impact can I, how can I positively impact the world today? Right. And I just have been more and more feeling very, like, selfish and, like, I don't want to positive, not that I don't want to positively impact the world, but I feel like kind of what we're, like, what we were talking about before was, like, um, ambition and like these grand ideas and I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of like a very ambitious and like grand idea to be like I'm gonna change the world or like right. I'm gonna and it feels in some ways very like egotistical to me and and also like in some ways kind of judgmental of like the way that the world is like obviously I think it's easy right. to like see a lot of things in the world and think like those are bad things or like people aren't happy or people yeah. are like literally homeless or like literally don't have food or water or whatever right so obviously it's like we want people to be happy, but also to like look at the world and be like, it's not good enough. Like I will make it better. Like feels very like hero complex. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's something I like talk to my therapist about a lot because it's like, okay, so I have like that instinct of like, oh, like I want to make a difference. Right. And it's like, oh, that's so, like, on one hand, it's, like, that's so noble, but then it's, like, well, why am I like that? And it's, like, not really, I don't think you can, you can, like, try to be a better person, but I don't think everyone's born with that, like, desire, Hmm. and I would say it's, like, a strength, but also a weakness, like, 
we talk about how like me trying to help people is also like I don't ask for help myself so it's like oh if you want to go into a field of like helping people well then like I wasn't leaving or I was bringing work home with me so it's like yeah it's like if every day is like about serving people then when do you serve yourself also yeah it's hard to like balance it yeah, because I'm like, oh, this makes me feel fulfilled. But then at the same point, it's like, well, also, like, it's, that is, like, egotistical, too, of, like, look how noble I am. Like, I, every yeah. day I make a positive impact. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm a contradiction. I'm like, okay. And then I used to be like, well, I want to do, you know, good for the world. Like, I want to do something good. And, like, it wasn't even about karma, but it's like, it makes me feel good. But then if you're doing something good, really, to make yourself feel good, isn't that selfish? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I was thinking about that today. I was, like, it's actually so funny. This reminds me of, like, another conversation I had. I feel like people think everything is, like, coming together. But, like, yeah, it's, like, basically anytime we do anything, anytime we literally do anything, it's because we think that we're going to, like, feel better by doing it. Like, Abraham Hicks always says, like, mm-hmm. he, like anything that you – you want to manifest, like, you know, talking about, like, the law of attraction and being like, I want this, I want this. Right. You want it because you think that you'll feel better once you have it. And I think it's the same with service. Like, we yeah. want, we feel uncomfortable about the way that the world is. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when I see homeless people. Right. Like, I'm uncomfortable because right. I'm, like, quote, unquote, empathizing with them or whatever. Like, it makes, it doesn't make me uncomfortable that they're, there, they're not, like, bothering me necessarily, but it's, like, right. I feel uncomfortable that I'm presuming that they're uncomfortable. Right. And then I want to make them feel better so that I can feel better, like, ultimately. Yeah. Right? It just comes back to, like, my own selfish desire to, like, be, like, everyone's happy and everything's good and then I can feel okay about it. Yeah. It's, like, oh, well, like, <laughs> I do have all these things, but also I gave back, so it's okay for me to feel okay with right. the things I have. Yeah, it's, like, just all these... Well, okay, there was, like, and I don't know the Bible verses, like, when I'm super mm-hmm. religious, but I do think of it anytime I do something good and realize, like, I'm still a piece of shit because, like, <laughs> there's this Bible verse and, like, when you're supposed to, like, give to the offering mm-hmm. and, like, I hope no one, like, super Christian is listening because I'm going to butcher it, but it was something about, like, do not let one hand see the other donate. And the whole point is, like, even your own self shouldn't even be, like, oh, look at me doing something good. Like, when you Uh, give to the offering, it was, like, not even should your left hand see the right. Right? right. So it's, like, even yourself should – it should be so, like, not for yourself. So selfless. So, like, without – Even your other hand knowing. Right. And so every time I do something, I'm, like, yeah, my whole body is, like, (laughs) this person, like, is not – Everyone, I gave to charity. I gave a homeless person a Kashi bar, not Nutrigarine. It was, like, a good granola bar, and, like, look at me. Yeah, and I'm, like, oh, that Bible verse, like, still sticks with me. I was, like, how do you do that? Like, literally, how do you do something good without, like, your left hand seeing the right? And, I mean, I don't know if it's possible. Like, I don't know. But, like, I do know that the Bible says that. And I'm, like, you're on to something, but you didn't really explain it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You told me what not to do, but not what, how to do it, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, I think it's really hard. And I feel like one of the things that I've, like, come to, but I, I feel like I constantly, like, tie myself in knots about this, is 
I feel like probably when I'm sort of like giving the most is when I'm not realizing that I'm doing it, which means I'm just literally being myself. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what like makes sense mm-hmm. in the moment. Right. Um, like I'm just either like being nice to someone or right. like I'm literally just smiling or maybe I'm just like listening to music and like dancing and that makes someone else be like oh, yeah, like, I forgot to, like, dance and have fun or whatever, but it's, like, I'm not doing it with the intention of, like, serving or, like, helping anyone. I'm literally just selfishly doing it or whatever, just doing it because it's natural. You could say that's, like, selfish. I'm not thinking of anyone else. Um, Well, I think that's, like, you're, like, being authentic, right? right? And, like, when I worked at the teen rehab center, it was, like, that's all everyone kept saying, like, be authentic. And I used to, like, okay. And then, like, I guess, like, yeah, the times were – it was like, oh, the kids were like so lighthearted was like literally when I was like, yeah, like sometimes I eat like dog treats as like a snack, like not like the neat ones, but like the cookies or whatever at yeah. PetSmart. And I wasn't like trying to like impress anyone. It was like casual <laughs> conversation. It was like, they like loved that. And it's like, okay. And like literally the I mean, a girl I know still works there and she's like, they can't stop talking about how it's like passed on. And it's like, okay, like, I really, you know, these are sad kids, and, like, I was not trying to, like, cheer them up. It was just, like, oh, like, sometimes I eat, like, dog Oreos. Like, (laughs) you're right, though. Like when You're like, I wasn't trying to impress anyone by saying (laughs) Definitely not, but also people can tell when you, like, are trying. Like, sometimes, like, oh, well, I can tell you're, like, really trying to, like, like, what's, what's the feeling underneath that? Like, whenever I worked with, like, you know, people at their rehab, but, like, I swear, the best times were when I was just, like oh like my dog drank from my water I mean guess a lot of it's about my dog but it's like oh my god I made my day and you're like okay and there's like yeah you're just being authentic like there was no incentive of like I'm gonna try to make you feel better to make me feel better I was just trying to be like real yeah and I feel like for me like in times of seeing other people be authentic and real are the times and vulnerable like that's like an element of it too it's like that's when I'm most inspired to change or I'm most because it kind of like seeing someone else's authenticity like wakes up my own authenticity you know because I think we're all kind of like connected at this you know highest tippy top of level or whatever like in this great great grander like scheme of things so it's like oh yeah like we can all if you're relaxed then I can relax but if you're trying to like change me like that yeah yeah then it's it's like, like yeah, being vulnerable is, like, I feel like everyone uses that word so much now, and it's, like, almost, like, people, like, try, like, I feel like there's people who try to be vulnerable, where I'm, like, <laughs> now you're not being vulnerable, and it's, like, this whole cycle where it's really just being, like, oh, like, I don't even know how to be, I don't know, I, it's weird, being vulnerable, being, being authentic, I feel like are like two words I've heard a lot, like in the past year. Yeah. And I've always been like a person who's like sensitive and wears your heart on your sleeve, like not by choice. Like, (laughs) so it's like, you're so great at being vulnerable. And it's like, I just cry a lot. Like, (laughs) yeah. yeah. And like, that's like an interesting, like, I remember one time, um, I took an improv class with Alison Royer. Mm -hmm. It was like, so long ago now and she was saying like she's like okay well we're all gonna go around and say something vulnerable mm-hmm. and she like kind of gave the example of she's like was something that isn't vulnerable it's like like I she was like I could say you know I used to like be an alcoholic and I like was a drug addict and blah blah, blah. that might sound vulnerable but mm-hmm. it's not because I've talked it to death and I'm super open about it and right. it's not like 
um, yeah, like it's not vulnerable. It's not vulnerable for me right. because I'm so comfortable. So comfortable with it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So it's like something you could seem really vulnerable, even if it's right comfortable. To yeah. someone else who doesn't know you or or whatever. So, But even that is, like, helpful, I think, so for someone to be like, oh, my God, that person is so, like, nonchalant about, like, sharing their yeah, and addiction or whatever. Well, I think you can sense, like, vulnerability and, like, yeah, something is almost, like, rehearsed, too. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure the way she talked about, like, alcoholism and drug addiction is, like, and this is nothing against her. I, I feel like I do that about, like, when my dog died. It's, like, that isn't vulnerable for me to be, right. like, oh, I went through a breakup, my nose broke, and my dog died. Like, and it's, like, oh, I know the exact points. And like, oh, my God. And it's, like, well, it's not – it isn't – that's not vulnerable, yeah. even though it sounds shitty. It's, like, okay, but I've, like, yeah. It's not a big deal anymore. Yeah. There was a time when it was, like, right. a big thing. Yeah. Obviously. And probably you still have moments of – grief and other emotions that come up about it or now I just laugh at it but yeah I mean now I'm just like the irony of I mean it. like I but think yeah. of you know it's like when I think back to my life I'm like I I've like experienced a lot of loss in my life like death or breakups or whatever of like you know since I was divorced whatever since I was like six Oh my god, you were like, you know, I was like, I was like, you've been divorced. I've been divorced. Like, who'd you marry when you're six? (laughs) Um, And like, yeah, it's like now mostly I can talk about that stuff, and it's like not. It doesn't really like hit a pain point inside Mm -hmm. of me. Like I'm not like. It doesn't, like, hurt anymore, but every once in a while, I'll, like, get in a mood or whatever, or right. I'm, like, crying about my grandma who died when I was 10, and it's, like, okay, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that doesn't, I could talk about, you know, if I'm not, if I'm, like, oh, my gosh, my grandma died, <laughs> like, <laughs> it wouldn't be the same as, like, if it had just happened, right. like, I'm so sorry, like, were you yeah. guys close? I'm, like, yeah, yeah. we were really close. But I, <laughs> 10 years but I was ago. 10. 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> I feel really bad laughing at, like, your dead grandma. Like, for me, because now I just found out. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. No. She's been dead so long. No need to dwell on her. <laughs> now I feel uncomfortable. I'm like, and I've, like, had the urge to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I hate that. Too. Like, I'm so yeah. sorry. It's like, it's, like, forever ago. Yeah. But, yeah. But, like, I don't know. Those things, like, come up every once in a while. But, anyway. Well, I guess what I really wanted to talk about. I mean, this is all related. But I felt like our conversation last night was so good. So, I was just, you know, can we, like, repeat it verbatim? Okay. I just, like, have to note that I think it's really funny. Because, like, you're like, oh, yeah. Will you do my podcast, like, about work stuff? When, like, the first time you asked me, it was, like, about me getting Botox. And I was like, wow. Like, she went from, like, vanity to, like, something. And I was like, this will make me look so much better. Not not that I actually care. But it's so funny. funny. I forgot. We should also talk about Botox. I was just like, wow. It was like, oh, will you talk about your Botox? Now it's like, okay, let's talk about something deeper. And I was like, ooh, moving up. (laughs) Well, the reason I wanted to... (laughs) The reason I wanted to talk about Botox, and I actually don't think that it's a shallow topic, is because it got brought up by some another mm, friend and so yeah. like, I've w- been wanting to do like a Botox episode like not Botox specifically necessarily but just the, the idea of you know cha- self-improvement yeah like yeah. changing the way that we look or like buying right. into societal like expectations of and like that's also actually also you know I think comes up a lot in like the health um and wellness things right. that I study because it's like people can want to be healthy for all sorts of reasons including right. like wanting to stay looking young forever and like yeah. all these things so 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like to everything. I don't think it's super shallow. Like, I'm not embarrassed of it. Yeah. So it wasn't. I'm not like yeah, actually yeah, like yeah, Sarah, yeah, yeah. Sarah thinks I'm shallow. <laughs> I just was like, ooh, wow, like that was her original idea. Now it's like about like jobs and like figuring out your life. I I'm know. like <laughs> I've done so many like work episodes, but I feel like it's really. Um, I think it's like so fascinating because I think the way that people relate to work and career and success and like passion and purpose, it's, like all these things that it's like. Yeah, there's really, like, three topics, right? It's, like, career and, like, Mm -hmm. which is, like, your purpose and your passion and, like, the, you know, how we spend our time oftentimes and, like, what we're contributing to the world. And also a lot of it is, like, how we see ourselves and, like, there's just so much tied up in it. Yeah. And then there's, like, relationships and health. Like, those are kind of, like, the three... Archetypes of life. Things. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that um, are, like, fascinating to talk about. And I do... Yeah. I'm probably going to go into relationships after I finish the work thing. I think keep thinking that I'm done with the work thing, but I'm just so interested, like, I'm so interested in people's, um, like, experience with it, and I feel like what you were saying yesterday was, like, really interesting. Yeah. Well, and I also just think, like, deep down, like, no one is, well, okay, you did say, like, Nick Kaufman is, like, super happy, and I do believe that, um, <laughs> but I think overall, I mean, he might still have some doubt slip in, but, like, yeah. most people that I've met now and like I used to hate that I've worked for so many families um because it was like oh like I'm tired of unloading dishwashers but like at the core of like every person I worked for like some very very successful are like aren't really happy like with their job and it was like oh you think like oh they're so happy and a lot of people I don't think are happy and we just think that they are or at least they're like oh I wish I could do something else yeah but it's yeah. like and it's like I feel like that's kind of the case with it, anything that you're doing. You know, like... Maybe even relationships. I mean, doubt to, creeps in. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like the long... You do something for, like, long enough. And I feel like right. people have different thresholds. Like, I feel like my threshold for doing things is, like, <laughs> is like really like, short. Oh, two weeks. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get really, like... I, I get really curious about things and mm-hmm. interested in them. And I, like, to commit to things. And then I, like... But I like to wear them out. It's kind of like... I do that with, like, music. <laughs> Like, I, like, oh, yeah. listen to, like, the same song over and over and over and over I again. I do that, too, and people hate it. <laughs> and then I, like, don't ever want to listen to the song again, but it's, like, I can't right. do it another way. Like, that's how I, I like right. to, like, eat it all. Like, I'm, like, you very You beat it to death, like and then yeah. you move on. Mm-hmm. But I still think that, like, okay, you know that about yourself, and, like, I think that there is a job that would would utilize that like I don't know what the job is but I do think that that's like a skill because some people don't have that skill you get yeah. hyper fixated on something yeah. for like a period of time yeah. where it's like you've now exhausted it and now you can yeah. move on where some people are like I want to like work on this project like for so long like yeah. I want to do long-term research of a medical right. study like, like that is your nightmare <laughs> but right. someone's and, joy and that's like actually an interesting thing too about listening to all the health things because I you know it's like all of these experts and I feel like I've I've listened to so many podcasts sorry are you uncomfortable no no I'm not uncomfortable are you sure yeah I just don't want to bonk it I'm totally fine okay (laughs) but you're like holding your leg up with your arm no it feels good (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) I like to grab my ankle (laughs) I don't know why it's like a self-soothing thing okay well let me know if we need to like change the setup okay so um but like I'm listening to all these like doctors and they're researchers and I've listened to so 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 many like I've done now I've like completed this like health 
right. coaching certification thing and like gotten all of that. But then even, you know, before that, it's like I've read so many books and listened to so many podcasts and right. varying opinions and like all of these things. Like I feel like I really, really have this breadth of knowledge and mm-hmm. but also in some ways like some depth. Like definitely not like but it's interesting because you listen to each different person and it's like one person's like all about hormones. One right. person's all about like a vegan diet. The other person's all about the keto diet. Intermittent fasting. Like it's like yeah. everyone has their thing that they think one person's like all about minerals. Like it's like everyone has their kind of like area of study that's like so right. specific and they're like it all comes back to this, you know. Yeah. And for everyone it's different and like obviously there's an you know, a thing of, like, balanced. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, good to kind of, like, hear all of it and then be like, okay, what can I take and try myself? (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Um, But... Well, I think that, like, you have more than just, like, a little bit of depth. Like, you really have done these things. Like, I I literally... What you have done is, like, also, like, my worst nightmare. And I'm not saying that (laughs) in a mean way. Like, I would literally be so bored. So it's, like, important for you to be, like... I, you completed all these books. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I, like, pick up a self-help book. I'm like, I can't read it. Like, I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah. it's, like, I'll reread Harry Potter and, like, yeah. love it. Or I'll read a book about drug addictions. Like, maybe that's your worst <laughs> nightmare. But, like, you've done, like, so much research. So, like, you're, like, developing a path of, like, something. Right. Because, like, literally someone would hate to do that. Like, I, now I start thinking of stuff yeah, I would that's hate. that's an interesting thing, too. Like, I would hate and, like... God bless Chelsea, but like, I would hate to work in a museum. Yeah. Like, I find them so boring. And, like, yeah. art history, I'm like, ew, like, who could like that? <laughs> like, literally, who would ever want to do that? And it's, like, someone does. So, it's, yeah. like, what you do is, like, literally, I don't know a lot of people who'd be, like, I could do all these different certifications <laughs> and, and all this research and listen to different podcasts and enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, like, upset. Like, people are, like, watching. They're, like, have you watched this TV show? And I'm, like, no, I'm, like, literally only listening to health podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, you're, like, figuring yeah. it yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. And, like, that, I guess, like, that's, yeah, it's hard to, to see, like, okay, well, obviously this person has this, like, they're such a valuable resource because they know every single thing about hormones. And then, right. like, okay, I know, like, a little bit about hormones and, like, a little bit about, like, all oh, these wait. other things. Like, what's about, val- yeah. you know, does that serve, is that valuable or not, you no, know? this reminds me of something that, like, I always say to myself. It's, like, I actually, because... Okay, you're like, I know a little bit about this, a little bit about that. And I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty good, and this is not sound cocky, I'm pretty good at most things. If I actually focus, I'm really good at things. Yeah. I wish I sucked at everything, but literally one thing. (laughs) Like, my brother is not good at many things at all. (laughs) And, like, he's really happy in his job because, and he's going to move up in a company. And, like, he had more limited options, but is super happy because he only likes, like, engineering type stuff. Where, like, I, you have, like, you're pretty, you know about this, you know about that, you know about that. And it's almost like an improv scene where it's, like, just stick to one thing, right, you know, and yes so and hard. it. Yeah. But we have too many skills and too many interests where it's, like, oh, like, I really wish I sucked at a lot and just excelled <laughs> in one area because I'd have no choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah. And then it's, like, I, I get to wherever I am and I always think, like, you know, oh, I wish I was, like, good at something like I feel like I'm, I don't really have like a deep knowledge or deep skill in really anything and that feels like not that valuable but maybe like but at the same time I'm like well I've tried a, like a lot of things like I know yeah I could get whatever is interesting like I could get back into it and like with yeah. health coaching like I 
or health and wellness stuff, obviously I was, like, really into it for the mm-hmm. first, like, year and a half, two years that I was, like, intermittent fasting is, like, when I was really, really hardcore, right. like, researching it, and then I started my health coaching program, and then I kind of, like, lost interest for, like, right. months, yeah. like, six months. Like, I probably didn't really, like, research anything. I, like, sort of stopped listening to podcasts, but then once I was, like, okay, I need to finish this program before I, like, lose access to it. Right. Um, when you did Reiki for a while. I got while, really into it. Oh, you I were, know. like, super into Reiki. Yeah. But I still think, okay, so where I, like, wish I stuck at everything and was only good at one thing, I do stand by that statement. Yeah. But then on the other hand where you're, like, oh, like, I have a bunch of these skills but not super deep in any of them is, like, I've felt this way for, like, so long, too, because it's, like, okay, I've literally had a job since I was 15, and, like, I've done so many different jobs, and it was, like, oh, my God, like, these aren't adding up. Like, what is it going to, like, it's, like, X plus, like, coffee job plus executive system plus nanny plus writing equals what like yeah. and none of them equaled anything <laughs> and I feel like okay finally now things are like randomly all my roommates like oh well I have this like lady who I used to work for who's a writer and like she has a daughter who like they just need a little bit of help like driving her from school and then some writer's assistant needs and like you'd be perfect where it's like and it's super part-time, right? And it's like, okay, do I still want to be an assistant? I don't know. But it's like, oh, wow. Like, look at, like, these random skills now added up to, like, this, which could lead to something. Or, mm-hmm. like, it all, I think, ends up defining you. And, like, like I told you yesterday, it was like, we need to figure out things we don't like and things we do yeah. like. So it's like, I know I never want to work at a desk. Like, I know that for sure. Yeah, it's like nothing is wasted, I guess. Right. Also. Like, everything has some kind of value, even if you can't really see it. Yeah, you need to know what you don't like. Like, I was like, yeah, I really wanted to be a writer. Like, I was like, I want to be a writer so badly. Like, I moved out here. I was like, I want to write for Disney. And, like, that would be my dream. And then finally, like, I got a job at, like, that company where I was like, okay, I'm going to be writing some articles and, like, writing some videos for hosting. And, like, I was like, yep, this is a stepping stone. Like, I'm going to get a job after this. And I just, like, would put off writing things for so long. And my friend's like, I thought you wanted to be a writer. Like, wouldn't you be excited? And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, she's right. Like, if I really wanted to be a writer, why do I hate going to work? And why do I view it as a chore? Yeah. Like, clearly, I just thought I wanted to be, I don't know. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Like, the idea, the idea of who we are or the idea of who we want to be versus like who we actually are which is like kind of what we talked about yesterday will you um just like reiterate sort of like what you like I feel like what you what you thought you wanted to do and kind of like all the things that you were doing and and I don't know like from like moving to LA to like now and like your switch well yeah I mean now it's a switch I hope it I mean it still may switch but it's yeah I'm not holding it now that you're recording it yourself so whatever you say like such fear it's like um okay it's like originally I was like really good at school which I feel like people don't know about me like I was like my parents I think still are upset like I was a straight A student like my whole life like top of my high school class was like super involved in college was an RA in this living learning community I wanted to go into law I was gonna be a senator like that that is what I wanted for myself and then like uh sophomore year I was like I don't want to be here like I was like I always wanted to try to do like some type of type of performing and like I never really got to my parents like one time my mom took me to an audition and 
like this Oscar Mayer Wiener audition and I got super nervous and like didn't get picked obviously and like had a meltdown because I was like how will I pay for college or something like I was fixated on that so I never got to perform and I was like I think I really want to do this I know if I don't try now because I already feel too old which sounds crazy but I was 19 I was like I'll never do it so I moved to LA no I was 20 I moved to LA at 20 and then I was like yeah I'm gonna do improv and like I want to write like I was like I want to write for Disney and like I was never a person who was like I want to be famous it was always like I want to write and like make an impact like that was always my dream it's like oh I want to be a senator and like do good for the world and then it's like I want to write and like write a really progressive Disney show about like uh like family of like adopted kids and like (laughs) like it was always like has this like air of nobility and then yeah I was like I want to do that and it's like okay so it's like nannying and then like trying to oh I started acting or whatever where I never really was like oh I really want to be an actress like that was never my main goal but I was like way better at acting than writing like I would get like further in auditions where I was like okay like I guess that's one of those things where like I guess I have that skill and like why can't I get this though and then I was um obviously nannying for a while and then I got that writing job and I was like cool like this is like a big step in the right direction and then I got um laid off and even though I was unhappy at the job I still did it and it was like I knew that it was probably not making me happy but I was like can't give this up like this is my dream right like to be a writer in LA and then they like laid off a bunch of people I got laid off then I was like scrambling then I got like some a PA job and or I was like temping as an executive assistant and I did like that it was like I really enjoyed the adrenaline like I'd never done a job where you're like scheduling and emailing and like I don't know I I got like a thrill like I still like (laughs) need to explore that side of myself it changed me like I do so much more in my day now like I I want to wake up at like I don't sleep past 7.30 pretty much ever and I like make lists and I had never had that skill and didn't know that I was the type of person I am but that like really showed me how much I love to like be a type A person. I, I'd been lacking that like severely. So <laughs> like that was really informative and again that was like a temp job and then um, I was I did a PA job for this like ghetto film school project and um I also like found that amazing since like oh doing all these little things and I was like wow like you really enjoy like running around whatever and then um I was still like what am I gonna do with my life I was like applying to so many jobs like I was like I just wanted to be like an assistant at like a network and I was like even trying to turn in hand like resumes because I live by like Lionsgate, HBO, Hulu, and, like, no one was responding. I, like, walked in, like, one-time security, like, escorted me out. Like, they're like, you can't be here. I'm like, how am I supposed to, like, get anywhere in the world, like, (laughs) without a connection, apparently? Like, you can't do it. Like, there's no way. And so then I was, like, temping at Tool, which is the commercial production company as, like, executive assistant. And then... But at that time, I was also like, okay, like, I seriously, I'm so lost right now. I was just like, okay, like, what is, like, something you really like to do? Like, what, I was like, I, I, I'm at zero, like, at this point in terms of jobs. I don't want a nanny again. So, I'm like, what is something you enjoy? And I was like, I love watching, like, Amy Intervention. Like, I'm obsessed with, like, drug addicts. Like, so into them. So, I, like, was watching. I was like, cool, I'm going to put it on. Maybe I'll apply to rehab and, like, 
they sent some of the one of the people to like passages and I was like, oh let me Google like do they have any job openings? And they did. So I was like, I'm gonna apply to like oh, so you found out about passages from the TV show. Yes. Oh my god, yes. that's so I funny. literally found out about it from the TV show. That's so funny. <laughs> and was like, okay. And so then I got off I had no job offers for so long. And then I got offered like full-time executive assistant at Tool and passages at the same time. And it was like, okay, well, my sister's like, take the Tool of North America. Like, it's a commercial production company. They're like, you'll be on track to become a producer. And like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, if I want to work in the entertainment industry, like, that is totally, like, the place. And I was like, like, I I was like, do I want to be a producer? Like, I don't even think I want that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, take the less money of something maybe I'm interested in was, like, I'm just going to work at, like, the rehab. And and it was the most fulfilling job I've ever felt in my entire life. Like, hands down. I, like, loved going to work. I miss that job still. Like, I plan on working in rehabs again, definitely. Like, scheduling-wise, it had it wasn't, like, the best because I, I also went back to school. Um, and it was, like my sister was like why would you turn down tool like you wanted that job for so long and I was like in my gut I was like this is not what you want like this is what I think I should want yeah but I was like I can't do it why do you think that you thought you should want that because it was like this will lead to a career in the industry and I moved to LA to work in the industry and like now I can have my hand in that and like maybe I will get to become a writer from that even though I'm like you didn't even like writing when you were like writing I mean even the my roommate and I even said like I'm excited about maybe doing some writing assistant for that woman but I'm like I mean why am I still like I do want to like do some children's books but it's like that clearly wasn't like fulfilling me but it just seemed like even though it wasn't exactly what I wanted, like, it's closer to the entertainment industry than I've gotten. Yeah. And, like, that was what I moved out here for. So, like, why would I not do that? It was still, like, kind of feeling like, well, the origins of you being here. Is that, or, like, is it, do you still want to work in the entertainment industry? Or are you kind of, like, over it? I think deep down... I don't. It's, like, maybe I'll find my way back. It's hard because, like, my goal was never to be famous. Like, I think if my goal was to, like, I wanted to be famous, it'd be, like, okay, well, like, I want to be in the entertainment industry. But, well, and then it's, like, oh, I can impact people more, right? It was, like, I've always been, like, I really want to help as many people as possible. But then I was, like, I just, I don't know what it is. I think it's actually just letting yourself fail but it's not failing but it's like I moved out here to work in the entertainment industry and like why would why should I quit that like working in passages and like trying to work in like a medical field is like quitting right like at least in my mind I'm still viewing it as like oh well you quit what you moved out here for like why would you do that you keep giving up on things when it's like, if I don't right. want it, why does that matter? It's not like it should just add to like who I am. Yeah, that's like, yeah, it's so interesting. So I feel like for me, what 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 would come up or or what has come up in similar situations is feeling like, do I actually not want it, or is it because it's too hard or I'm not making it mm. that makes me feel like so I'm like, well, am I just quitting because it's not happening from but that's right. not even true because you got offered that job like you could have taken down yeah. that road if you wanted to I think it I think it was different like it was really hard for me not to because actually I felt like 
it was that would have been like more a more prideful job to take like right. I definitely took like a very subservient like right. I took an entry level job with like pretty shitty hours and like dealt with like high wealthy not high like I was gonna say high class but then now it just sounds like I'm calling the <laughs> patients high um <laughs> just like wealthy assholes um (laughs) which is probably worse but it was a very subservient position and like definitely the lowest of the totem pole in terms of like at passages I'd say that's a low I mean there's housekeepers and then there's also us which we also clean up like you know vomit so it's it was that would have been the more like the tool North America would have been definitely more like prideful like ooh, look at me route yeah um but I see what you're saying. I definitely... Meaning, like, yeah. I was just say, saying, like, you know, you came here to sort of do entertainment, to give up on entertainment. It's not, it feels it's not like, like you're giving up on right. it. Right. Well, yeah, like... I it's thought like, I was. It's like, are, am I giving up on it, or do I just not want to do it? I guess well, that's, I th- like, the question. Well, I think what, like, was so crazy about, like, the passages one, it was like, okay, I moved out here because I wanted to work in the entertainment industry. I wanted to write, but I wanted to write to, like, help people and, like... That was always my mission. Mm -hmm. And so then, like, when I started working at Passages, it was, like, the clients really liked me. And, like, everyone was, like, you're so good with people. And it was, like, oh, my God. Like, this is probably from improv. And this is from, like, having to be, like, you know, you're doing weird scenes. So, like, someone comes in, like, and it's the worst day of their life and makes people uncomfortable. But I'm, like, whatever. Like, it just felt, like, oh, cool. Like, I just want to cheer them up. And it was, like, when I interviewed, they're, like, you can you do comedy like a lot of jobs they hated it like even assistant positions in the industry like we don't want anyone in the industry like who wants to be like a writer or an actor right it's like we want someone who just wants to be like an assistant and like instead of trying to like you know get an in mm-hmm. and this is the first job where they're like I love that you do that all these people need are to laugh and so I was like really good at that job like people yeah. were like you're so good at with people and I was like oh my god, like, I got to teach improv to them, like, I I led, like, we would paint all the time, it was like, yeah, Lindsay's gonna do activities, like, I started doing activities, like, Lindsay leads painting, and, like, I'm gonna do improv with them, we're gonna do an open mic night, and it was like, okay, like, I don't need to be in the industry, like, this is fulfilling all those things I set out to do. And I'm sure, like, all your nannying and babysitting and stuff is, like, it all added up. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was, like, even just my dad being an alcoholic where it's like oh like that sucks but it was like offered such a good perspective of people who like had kids and like they're like oh like my kids are never gonna forgive me and it was like oh my gosh like I can't even talk about like what I would have wanted from my dad and like what I needed to hear it felt like all of these things in life that like I was like wow I wasted so much time it was like they really like we talked about like all these little pieces end up you know creating this grand puzzle of like fulfillment yeah. I mean, I'm still not, like, there yet, but it was, like, the it was, like, oh, my gosh, I look forward to going to work. And yeah. I really like, can't say that about any other job before that. And I've had, like, a lot of jobs. Like, yeah. a lot of jobs. Yeah, I think that's, like, so interesting. Yeah, I just think it's so interesting because it's, like, your idea of who you thought you wanted to be or, like, this life that you wanted to live, it's, like, once you – and we talked about this yesterday, too, of, like, the lifestyle of that – Right. The stress of that and, like, the... Just the entertainment whatever. industry alone. It's, like, like we talked about reality producer. I was, like, I love reality TV. Yeah. And then, like, when I really learned about what it was, it was, like, 
I don't constantly want to be like job to job and like you know always looking for the next one traveling whenever people want me to travel like I guess like I still would try to defend it of like no like I don't know if it's like a cool thing like I don't I don't know I'm not really a person who's like I want to be popular yeah but there's like this air of like oh the entertainment industry is like the in it's thing. glamorous but it's not it's but, like, really it, it not seems glamorous from the yeah. outside I don't yeah and like we talked about like Gerard Butler, where I still think about him, like, he was a lawyer, and then he decided to become an actor, and I feel like most people who are, like, are a lawyer would never switch, because it's, like, I went through all this school, like, and I'm pigeonholed into this, and he was, like, no, I'm gonna do this, and it's, like, what did I, what was it, it was, like, you don't have to have monogamy with a career, right? and it's, like, why, like, even my mom will be, like, well, what are you gonna do with your life? It's, like, don't ask me that again. Yeah, like, you're doing it. Right. And, <laughs> like, like, this is what I'm doing with yeah. my life. Like, and, like, everyone's, like, enjoy the process. I feel like I finally am because yeah. now, actually, the process is adding to, like, who mm-hmm. I am. It's not, like, a process. I actually wouldn't yeah. define it as that. It's, like, oh, th- I'm doing my job now and, like, just figuring things out. Learning things I don't like is actually doing my job. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I feel – I yeah, it's, like, an, the, the lawyer thing, I think, like, resonates with me a lot because – I feel like I've similarly done a lot in, like, the Mm self-help, like, wellness of, like, various, you know, like, I did a lot in, like, the spiritual, mental, emotional realm, and then, like, now, the last few years, I've been really into, like, physical wellness, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, really interesting to be, like, oh, I actually really don't want to be in that field. I love knowing it, for sure. Like, I feel like my experience and my knowledge, I think that's, like, really beneficial to me I think it's like really beneficial to people I know right but I don't really have the impulse to make it a career Mm -hmm. and like maybe that'll change or maybe that'll sort of like naturally change over time or maybe later you'll decide you want to do it (laughs) in like 10 years or 15 years yeah but like with Reiki like what you're saying I didn't not do it because I didn't feel like I was good at it I stopped doing it because I didn't like it that much like I didn't like the whole process of like Mm -hmm having to like set up my space for it you know because I didn't have like an office or whatever yeah and like having people come over and the scheduling of it and maybe it would have been different if I was like getting paid because I was offering it for free as I was learning um so maybe if I had been getting paid it would have felt more worth it or something but I just I still think no like I don't know yeah I just didn't love like the whole process of like working with people one-on-one like it's something I'm like I would totally do that sometimes, like, one day a week or, like, every here and there. Like, I like that I have the skill and the ability to do it, but it's, like, not something that I want to pursue. I don't really like working with people one-on-one. I love hanging out with people one-on-one. I love having, like, a conversation with someone. If someone, like, comes to me and they have, like, a problem or, like, whatever, like, I love that. Mm -hmm. But as a business, as a consistent, like, thing, I'm just, like... No, I like it better as, like, a spontaneous flow. Yes. I would rather work, like, literally in, like, a coffee shop. Like, I would rather, like, do something. I would rather have my sort of work, you Mm -hmm. know, be something where I'm just working for someone else. I mean, who knows? Like, maybe this changes. Well, there's a lot of change. Like, even, like, at a coffee shop, it's, like, you'll see different customers. And I feel like in different interactions, and that was, like, what I liked also yeah. about the rehabs, it was like, okay, most of these people are here for like maybe 60 days, but there's like a bunch of yeah. different people. So like, 
I wasn't just stuck with like the same people. And I also learned that. Yeah. It's like, okay, I really like change. Like, otherwise I get really bored. Yeah. That's why I was like, I think I want to be a nurse. It's like, because you'll keep getting it. And each yeah. thing is different. It's case by case. And it's like, okay, like, cool. I need variety. Because I get bored. Like, I guess it's like the song with you. Like, I do the same thing. It's like, I'll listen to the same song for two weeks. And yeah. then I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. So it's like, I will help you for two weeks. And then I never want to see your face. <laughs> like, you can go. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I think all, like, I loved, I've loved working in customer service, kind of, like, every, you know, hasn't been always in, whether it was, like, driving Lyft, I don't know if that's really considered customer service, but sort of. Kind of, yeah. And working at Pete's and working at, you know, OsteoStrong, and, like, I loved, you know, seeing, like, at OsteoStrong, I was like, wow, I feel like I'm just literally getting paid to, like, hang out. Yeah. People, that is, like, the what else could I ask for? It's like, they're not like asking anything from me. Like I have to show them what to do if they don't know what to do. But otherwise it's like, we're literally just like chatting away. Right. The things that I like have, you know, the little tasks and things that I have to do. It's like, fine, you know, whatever. Like it gives me something to do. while I'm just like waiting around for people to come like (laughs) see me. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And it's like, how great is that? And then I don't have to take anything home with me. Like, I think that's Mm -hmm. what I'm realizing too is like, I love doing creative things. I like to be creatively fulfilled. I like to have projects and I have, I'm not like in some ways I have a, an insatiable, like, entrepreneurial desire to, like, always constantly be, like, starting things. Well, yeah, but the, <laughs> is that because of your dad or is that, like, I don't a know, passion of But yours? it's, like, I, like, I'm just always thinking, like, oh, where's, like, a need I could fill and, like, whatever. Or, right. you know, like, with, like, all the podcasts and stuff that I've done or... I'm always, like, writing, like, another, like, little poetry, but or, like, whatever. I'm, like, I know. You've done projects. a lot of things, actually. Like, you seriously have. I know. Because you wrote that, wrote that poetry book. I wrote a poetry book. I remember I had a jewelry business for a little while. I was making crystal oh jewelry. Oh, <laughs> Wait, you made Harper Dog Shampoo. Remember you're making... Yeah. You made body scrubs. Like, yeah. You've, like... I don't so, know what you are. You're, like, your own, like... Not a goodwill, but like just like an eclectic <laughs> shop. Like it's just like Sarah's eclectic shop, and it's You're just like, like goodwill. Re- not goodwill. Like I'm not saying these are things people are returning, but it's just like literally your hands been in like everything. I've tried so many things, but I can't. I haven't. It's been hard for me to like commit to one thing. Other than like podcasting, I've like been doing it in some form. Like I just keep having like new right. ideas for podcasts, but like. But you don't have to, like, commit to one thing. Like, I think that's the whole point. Yeah. It's like, right, I'm not you really <laughs> don't. Like, I, I mean, my sister, like, I was just talking to her because she got her, whatever, she got her regular bachelor's and then she went back to school to become a marriage family therapist. And it's like, she got her degree from Pepperdine, which, like, I don't know how much it was. I'm sure it was super expensive, you know, because it was her master's. And then before she even finished her hours here, she moved to Nashville and she just started, like, she hated L.A., whatever, moved, was nannying, and then, like, wrote a blog post about just, like, how nannies are, like, treated poorly sometimes by the family. And it went, like, viral. And then, you know, me who wanted to be a writer, my sister started getting published in Huffington Post. And, like, she's literally now <laughs> created a company called, like, Nanny Council, which is, like, she is, like, an agency but also helps provide, like, counseling to the families and oh, nannies, right? Which has to do with her therapy. Where it's, like, I mean, like, look, that all added up together. Like, yeah. we both nannied for so long. Then she got that, and now she created this. But I know there was a time where she's probably, like, 
what am I doing? Like, I yeah. just spent hundred thousand, I don't know how much a degree is of yeah. a master's, you know, but it was like, she, she wasn't even using it. Yeah. And now it did all end up and it's like, oh, my sister has her own business. Never planned on owning her own business. Yeah. That's same with like my dad, yeah. right? Like, it, yeah, I think, and I think like looking at what kind of comes easily, it's like, she wrote a blog post and it like went viral. I'm sure she's like written other things, but like, Right. She wasn't, like, toiling away, it no. sounds like, before, she, like, loves like it. finally she got, yeah, right? No, she's, like, she loves doing, like, Instagram and social media. Yeah. It's, like, I absolutely, I thought, I was, like, oh, I'll do that. Like, I yeah. absolutely hate it. Same. When I had to do that job, like, <sighs> I hated it. And people are still, like, I love that you have that skill. I'm, like, literally, no. The only Instagram I care about is, like, my dogs. Like, I don't even post on my own. Yeah. And I don't even post on hers anymore. But she loves that stuff. Yeah. It's, like. It is, gives her fulfillment, and it's like, okay, and I'm like, well, I know that that's something I don't want to do, which is, like, fine. It's yeah. okay to be like, I don't want to do that, and, like, if that means I can't be an actress, then, like, fine, because, like, I don't want to have to post on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, that's, like, a huge thing. Like, I think even with my podcast, I'm like, okay, well, should I be, like, promoting this more? Because I, like, literally don't know how, and I, like, don't <laughs> it's so like, being on Instagram, and now I have, like, two Instagram accounts. <laughs> you know, because I started one, like, for this. Well, I started one for my drawings, which I... You still do those. Yeah, I haven't really been drawing that much lately. But it's, like, yeah, I was, like, so inspired to draw for, like, a while. And right. then I just, like, completely stopped. And, like, every yeah. once in a while I will. But it's, like, I just, like, following whatever, like, passion I have at the moment. It just does That just doesn't really work as, like, a biz... You know what I mean? It's, like, like there needs to be some consistency, I feel like, in... If you're trying to, like, create something that, you know, so that people just know your brand, basically. I mean, if you think yeah. of it that way. But I don't really, like, care anymore. Well, I also <laughs> think that, like, okay, maybe you haven't found exactly, like, what you want to do. Like, okay, I haven't found exactly what I want to do, but I, like, am, like, okay, well, I enjoy, like, serving people, like, to an extent. Like, I think I've probably known that, but I wasn't really yeah. ever doing that. So it's, like... Well, I worked in the rehab with adults, then I, like, worked with teens. Now I'm, like, working one-on-one with this girl with disabilities. I'm, like, going to finish school. But then, like, I still am, like, okay, like, I either want to maybe be a nurse or still maybe right. be a vet because, like, right. I go back to that. And then I'm, like, or want to be a social worker or maybe an attorney. And it's, like, <laughs> okay, there's still too many things, but I feel like the feeling that I've, like, tapped into, I'm, like, just going to hone in on the yeah, feeling. Yeah, like, follow that. Right. But, like, I feel like it's the same with you. It's, like, well, okay, well, maybe I just get a degree in, like, I don't know. Maybe I get, like, a social worker degree or a nursing degree, but then I can move around in that. Like, I'm, like, I want to travel and do Doctors Without Borders and be a nurse for that. Maybe for a year, but then I can also be, like, a nurse, like, for elderly people or in the ER or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's why I realized, like, I need to find a field that I can also do, like, multiple different things because I just can't be stagnant. Yeah. I think that's, like, so – and I remember, you know – when I was in my early 20s, people would say, like, think about the lifestyle, you know, being like, what's my career? What do I want to do? And people would be like, what's the lifestyle that you want to live? And I remember, like, I've made so many lists of, like, okay, what kind (laughs) of, like, lifestyle do I want? Like, I want time to travel or I want, like, to do things that are more project-based or I want whatever. And it's, like, an interesting – it's so true. Like, you have to think of the lifestyle that you want more than – you know, it's, like, that plus, like, what are you actually doing? So I'm sure some people who work 
many people I'm sure who work in the entertainment industry and various, you know, they, they love making films or like they love right. directing or they love acting or they love editing or like whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm sure people do actually love like their jobs and then they just like either also love the lifestyle or like put up with it because it's worth it, you know? Yeah, it must be worth it or like they're really unhappy. Because, like, there is, that industry is just, like, and I'm not, like, shitting on it, and I probably sound, like, bitter, but it is, like, you, it's not, like, a punch in, punch out, and, like, it's also addicting, like, this assistant job I had was, like, addicting, and, like, Mm -hmm. my therapist and I talked about it, and she's, like, well, since you have so much anxiety, just, like, in general, like, you know, that's, anxiety is kind of, like, a high, and so, like, uh, always feeling stuff was, like, you know fueling that and like so maybe that's why a lot of people are drawn to that industry too yeah but that's why I was like part of me was like I just want to be a nurse because like you can and my job right now it's like I work three 12 hour days a week and I have four days off like the guilt I feel anytime I go to work leaving my dog is like extreme and so it's like oh my god well I only have four I get four days off a week like I don't know. That was part of what drew me to a nurse. I was like, you can work three 12 hour shifts and everyone's like, well, you have to also want to do, want to be a nurse. I'm like, well, yeah, like I enjoy helping people, but it is like the lifestyle too. Yeah. Like, what do I want? Do I want to work 12 hour days? Like yeah, six days a week? Yeah. And it's like, sometimes people just want a nine to five job or sometimes people want like yeah a part-time, you know, like, or multiple part-time jobs or like whatever, if they want like right. all of that variety or like. You know, I think what I'm realizing is, like, I do better, I think. I mean, it would be cool, I guess, if I could find a career that really satisfied my creativity as well. But I like having my side projects and being going, being able to go from project to project. Right. And then also just having a different job that's, like, more stable. Like, I think that now I'm realizing, like, that is, like, more relaxing to me than trying to make whatever my creative project is my career which is what I was trying to do before which is a lot of pressure yeah I that's also something that I've like been thinking about too of like uh, just because I enjoy this hobby doesn't mean it needs to be my career like the word hobby exists for a reason right (laughs) right and I feel like I've explored so many hobbies over the past like eight years but also you can keep exploring you know, Nothing it's like, turned into a career, but I've had so many hobbies. You know what right. I mean? And I've tried to make them into careers, but I haven't loved them enough to, like, commit to them. You know what I mean? Like, if I loved making jewelry, like, I probably could have just continued to do that and figure out a way to make it right. sort of sustainable and profitable. But I, I... I don't think you liked it that much. I stopped liking... Yeah, it's like there's things I liked about it, but... Well, that's, like, when you're a kid. Like, yeah. I remember I loved swimming. And then yeah. my parents finally signed me up for, like, competitive swim team. And then, yeah. like, I was like, I don't like this. I just want a recreational swim yeah. in my pool. Because then I stopped. I hated swimming. And yeah. it was like, oh, that was a hobby. Like, yeah. you know? And it's, yeah. it's just, and then we also talked about how, like, the fear of, like, trying new things as you get older. Yeah. Where it's like, that should never go away. And I feel like we, like, let that go away. Of Like, oh, my God, I can't do this. Like, when I literally was like, I'm going to work at Passages, it was just, like, how old was I? Like, I'm tw- Well, we realized I'm 29 yesterday. <laughs> I thought I was 28. <laughs> That's so close to 30. Um, yeah, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to reset everything. Like, I have no investment in this at all. And it was like, 
oh my god it's now added up to like so much more you know yeah I think that's really like a cool thing like you spent so much time in the entertainment industry and it's like like trying what so did you hard. get from it I mean obviously you got a lot of like skill I, and yeah. things like that but then it's like you went right into you know the rehab stuff and you didn't really need to have eight years of or whatever of like backgrounds like you just went in and you like found a place for yourself right away it's like I loved it so fast yeah I could not talk like about it enough and I was just like oh my god and it was like that was like I said the first time I looked inward like I was just I was like Lindsay like let's like what what do you like like who are you like what is something that you actually enjoy and the fact that I had to resort to like what tv show do you watch Mm -hmm. like seriously because I was like I don't know I know like things I'm supposed to like and like some aspects and then I was just like you watch so much any intervention so like I guess let's just see (laughs) and then like I remember I was like two roads diverged in a yellow or in a woods or whatever when I got offered both jobs because it was just like oh I wish I wasn't offered the other job you know I was like what am I going to do? And I was like, you know what? Just take the path. Let's follow this one time. It's so honestly like so courageous of you. Maybe I, it doesn't feel that way. I don't know. But I mean, I'm like glad I did it. Well, because also, you know, turning down a job like that meant like, not that I'm like, oh, I burned my bridge there, but it's like, okay, they're not going to offer me another, another job. job. Yeah. Because they're like, you're on track to become a producer. And I was like, and like, don't take it if you don't really, you know, want to invest. Yeah. And it was like, well, I didn't have a good excuse, so I was honest, and I was like, you know what, I really thought about it, and, like, I don't want that, so, like, this should go to someone else, and it's like, okay, well, now I burn that bridge, so, like, if I choose that, I wanted to go back, so that's, I think, what was scary about it, but I think, like, I mean, yeah, I think it's scary to give up the idea of who you thought you wanted to be, also, to do something that is less known, but feels more authentic, like, feels more, like, yeah. You kind of, like, really followed your gut, and you were like, I really want to try this. It's completely new, which, like, <laughs> is, like, a little bit risky because you had no idea what you were getting yourself into, yeah. really. But you just felt like doing it, and yeah, it was you like, did literally, it. Like, like, it felt like literally entertainment. Not entertainment, but it was like I never – that was the first job where I was like, I don't feel like I have to go to work. Like, I, I sincerely look forward to work every day, and that's just, like – even at the teen job, I mean, that center, like, I just didn't like the way it was facilitated, but it was, like, oh, my God, like, I loved spending time with the kids. Like, I I noticed of staff, too. Like, some people wouldn't talk, and they're, like, oh, Lindsay's just chatting up the people, and it was, like, I'm not doing this to, like, be a better employee. Like, this feeds my soul. Yeah. Like, it is what I find fulfilling, and, like, it's no shame on anyone. Like, some people punch in, punch out, but, like, wow, like, I, this is, like, you don't even have to pay me, like, this is all I needed, I guess. I love this conversation for so many reasons. First of all, it's so delightful to hear about Lindsay's journey, having been there for a lot of it, but not really knowing the full depth of her experience and all the details. I want to bring attention to one of the main themes of the conversation, which is the relinquishing of ideas in favor of the truth. Lindsay had to let go of her ideas about who she was and what she wanted to do and contribute in order to find what she really loved. And part of this included her grand, life-changing, world-altering ambitions, which most of us would identify as noble and worthy pursuits. 
I love what she said about the dog biscuits. She created lasting joy in the world by just being herself, by being genuine and authentic, not by trying and not by doing what she thought she was supposed to be doing in order to create lasting joy. It's such a good reminder of how interconnected all of life is. It's easy to get lost in thinking that we're these separate beings with all this power, all this influence that we can somehow work hard to harness and create a big kind of change according to our will. It does sometimes look like that's the way it works, but I actually don't think it ever is. I think that's a huge leap. It's going in with the end in mind, which isn't always a bad way to go about it, but it's assuming we have a lot more control than we actually do. It's ignoring the gifts and obstacles of It's ignoring the gifts and obstacles that the unknown has to offer. It's ignoring the web of interconnectivity between ourselves and others and our planet and our universe. It's also often pretending that our value lies in what we do rather than who we are. Action is necessary. We live in a physical universe and doing is a part of that. But who we are, our beingness, what we focus on and desire has such a huge role to play as well. And I believe that in order to make the biggest impact, we need to become aligned with who we really are without the ideas of who we should be getting in the way. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you like the podcast, please leave a rating and review wherever you're listening and subscribe so episodes come straight to your feed. 